Welcome. This is the Health and Wellness Coach Journal podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jessica Singh, the founder and CEO of the Center for Health and Wellness Coaches. This is a podcast for coaches to explore topics related to health, wellness, and coaching, sharing knowledge, and sharing light. Welcome to the Health and Wellness Coach Journal podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jessica Singh, the founder of the Center for Health and Wellness Coaches. In this episode, I have the pleasure and privilege of having Julie Steiger here to share her journey of becoming a coach. I met Julie in my first MBHWC review course, where she shared her journey with me. Julie is a national board certified health and wellness coach who's the founder and CEO of Hearts Quest Coaching. She helps people achieve their personal quests, including creating work-life balance, finding confidence in self-empowerment, managing sugar addiction, and converting to a whole food, plant-based lifestyle. Julie has been working as a hardware store inventory manager for 20 years and decided to become a coach four years ago. Thank you, Julie, for being here to share your journey with us. Oh, you're so welcome, Jessica. I'm really honored that you chose me to do this. It was just, you know, watching your dedication and the timeline in your coach journey, I thought it would be so wonderful to talk with you. And if you could share your journey with us as an example and as an inspiration of how, you know, becoming a coach, there's no one size that fits all, no one pathway that fits all. And there's so many different ways of getting there. And so just, you know, hearing your story touched me. So I'd love, would you like to share your journey of how you became a coach? Yeah, thank you. Um, so basically, it all started for me January 5th of 2020. So I was in bed um, thinking about, you know, the new year had just begun. And I was, you know, what is coming up in this following year? And um, it, it didn't seem like there was much ahead. I've been doing my inventory job for 17 years. And it's really cut and dry you know, same stuff over and over and over. And I really, I wanted more. Um, so I, I actually, I had this um, cookbook in the bed with me. I was looking at, it was a gift my sister gave me for Christmas. And um, I was looking in the intro and the author uh, talked about how in her life, she, she didn't feel very fulfilled. You know, she'd just been doing everything day in and day out. And, um, and she mentioned that she found a coach, a life coach in particular. And once she started working with this coach, uh, her life basically did like a 180. And um, in fact, I have the book here with me. It's called okay. Simple Green Meals. Uh, the name is Jen Hansard. And in here, um, her coach actually gave her a... Um, a worksheet and it's called find your passion worksheet and so i'm like oh my god as i'm reading her story and thinking about what's going on with me i'm like this is exactly where i am right now this is what's going on i need to do this worksheet and so her the first question on here was what is important to you make a list a list of the things that really matter to you so i get my journal i write about like 30 things and I was kind of overwhelmed, like, oh my God, this is, um, you know, I saw a lot of stuff, but like, uh, so that, okay, I'm going to try an experiment. I am going to do this 
a few times over like a week to two weeks. And then I'm going to compare and see what, um, what similarities there are. So I did it three times. And on the third time, I finally realized looking at everything, the most important things to me that kept showing up was I was writing about honoring what I need, um, healthy lifestyle. Uh, I had been vegan since 2015. And so the whole vegan lifestyle was just a huge factor in my life. Um, learning about nutrition, wellness, all that stuff. Another thing was helping and supporting others. That was really big in there. And then I also really wanted to make a positive impact in the world. And of course, my dogs. My dogs were in that list every time. So, <laughs> so yeah, then I thought, okay, well, I have this theme of health and wellness and helping. And, you know, then... I was looking at, um, she talked about a coach. So well, what's coaching? Um, so I started researching what is a coach and I had my phone, um, typed it in. Um, and just like that, I found, um, health coach Institute popped up on my phone and it said, become a health and life coach in six months. So right away I scheduled, um, you could do, you know, make an appointment to have like this clarity call. I scheduled it right there in bed that like it was because I was doing this every every time I did this I was in bed it was the evening time and I would do it in bed so it was like late at night and I'm like okay I'm just scheduling this call and I'm going to commit and do it and I did that and I talked to somebody a few days later and I just signed up for that course and that's where it started so wow there are so many things it's yeah. in the most unexpected place, in the beginning of a cookbook from a Christmas present, did you find something that changed your life? I did not expect that at all. So in fact, it's funny, this cookbook became my anchor. So when I first started coaching, we learned about anchors and having something that would always pull you back to why are you doing what you're doing? So that became my anchor. And it still is, essentially. Is it the like the initial worksheet and the messaging, or is it the whole, you know, it was simple meal. It, it was at the healthy fold aspect or like, what about that cookbook is your anchor? Mm. It's probably a bit of everything because in here, um, she cooks the way I eat mm. essentially. And, you know, and then just her whole story of, she learned how to fly a plane and she became like a marathon runner and all this stuff. And, um, and then, yeah, the coaching worksheet, of course. I actually took that sheet and I made it into my own. And so I have my own that I um, I give to people and I, I post it in my newsletters and things like that because it was so full and rich. Wow. Good questions. Great places to start when you're unsure of that you want to do something, but you don't know where to go. Yeah, that whole thing. I also find it amazing that, you know, obviously that book in a way, even though, you know, the written word like touched your heart <laughs> and yeah. spoke to you in a way like, this is what I want to do. What is it? And then you had that drive. You had the initiative to go look up and see what it is. And it's mm -hmm. quite amazing um, that it touched you so much to do it 
you know, sometimes people get coached and then because they get coached, like the author of that book, then they're an advocate for it. But to get it from someone else's experience and have that level of deep, like deep resonance is so powerful. And that led to your journey. Um, where do you remember? So obviously it was winter when you had this message, you did the research. When did you begin your health coach training program? How long afterwards? I think it began like two or three weeks afterwards. I got in on the January cohort. Wow. Talk about yeah. timing. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was fast. Like all of a sudden I was like, oh, I'm doing this course. And, um, the great thing was it was all self-paced. So, um, and yet I had about, it was six months to a year. You could finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it fit in because of course I was still working and I am still working. <laughs> you know, in my it just other, adds a little, it, it adds a little fulfillment. It adds something fun, that passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was in 2020 when you did Health Coast. And I think um, I'd love to know more. So where did your journey take you from there? I know often, Sometimes people say like, you know, with coaching, especially now there's certification bodies and they've been around for a long time and the certification process itself is something that takes time. And I don't know necessarily that that's something people who aren't certified or most people know about the extensive process that goes into certification because you, I mean, unfortunately anyone can just say, Hey, I'm a coach. But right. obviously there's so many standards for it. And there's a national board for health and wellness coaching. There's UK International Health and um, Coaching Association. There's the International Coaching Federation. The list goes on and on. Yeah. And so I basically, um, so yes. how how is your journey from there? Um, how did you find yourself on your professional coaching journey? I mean, it began then, but it basically probably kind of ended. Well, the education ended really probably prior to taking my board exam in November, this November, because I completed uh, the um, Health Coach Institute um, in that fall of 2020. And then I took their pathway program, which was another board um, uh, approved course. And that course took me through April. And in the meantime, I was taking like a cooking class online, I did a holistic nutrition course through AFPA. Um, that was after Pathway. And I did a business accelerator course in the meantime. Uh, you know, um, I had like eight things here, Jessica, that I, I took. Um, yeah, the, um, and these were all like six months to a year. HCI was about a year, the first course. The second course was like eight months. Um, the next course was about six months. And then um, finally I ended up taking with some of the whole uh, coaching academy in um, September of last year. And I completed that in May. That was the best thing I ever did. Cause I know a lot of coaches struggle with the business side. How do I promote myself? How do I market? Um, I learned stuff there that I forever will take with me and I s- apply constantly about business building. It's really um, interesting and great for that you had that clarity at the beginning that like this is what you wanted and then you found a way to get there. Because mm-hmm. one of the things that happens with coaching is like you mentioned, you go to a coaching school and the expectation is you learn the skills to become a coach. 
not all of them have business support and not everyone who goes to become a coach like wants to start their own business or needs to. <laughs> so it's right. you knew what you wanted and you found the skills that you needed to get there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I at one point well really it was probably that when it started in the beginning with the cookbook, I was like this is it. I don't, you know, I'm not getting any younger. I have to move forward. I want to make a decision. And, you know, I'm like, I'm just, I'm going for it. There's no turning back. And once I got deeper and deeper and deeper, I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm going to ever give up on this. No matter how hard it gets, I'm going to keep moving forward. That's been my motto too, is just keep going. You know, just don't give up, keep going, keep trying. You know, the minute I stop, that's when I failed. So, um, I don't like using that word, but yeah. <laughs> I can feel your energy and it's yeah. amazing to have this much passion, you know, like after four years of working hard, in addition to working full time. And that's one of the things that I personally love about coaching is how uplifting and positive it is. And when you speak with other coaches, the mindset is usually, it's just so, it's like positively contagious. It's so beautiful. Right. I think that's why um, having my little um, study group for the board exam, we just so uplifted each other. You have to have support and you have to reach out with your fellow coaches and you just, you don't, you don't do it alone. You don't do it alone. Yeah, I mean, you can, of... but it's going to be harder. It's going to take you longer. So I actually had, um, there's a coach that, she took the exam and, and she reached out to me and she said, hey, I saw you pass and I didn't pass. Could you share with me what you did? And that was one thing I told her, I'm like, you have to get support. And then I saw she had messaged asking people, hey, I'm looking for help. You know, I'm going to be taking this again, um, you know, in the summer and I want to get a group now. <laughs> like, All right. <laughs> It's wonderful because once you've gone through it at any stage, you know, it's so funny because we often think, you know, once I get this certification, then like once I get the certification, now I'm a certified coach, I can coach by doing what you've done and what coach, what we end up doing is you end up becoming role models along the way and being able to help your co colleagues along the way just by going through the process. Yes. Yeah. Would it, I know you said, um, and you had talked about how no matter what, you're not giving up, like this is it. And I can hear the conviction in your voice, the energy, that clarity and that confidence. What were, were there any challenges along the way? Uh, for the coaching journey or the exam or both? <laughs> um, both, whichever, whatever comes up to mind. But yeah, more the, I guess, first holistically in your coaching journey in general, I think the, the biggest challenge I deal with is um, I have a couple businesses. So um, my time is, you know, it's really stretched. It's really full all the time. So, you know, I'm dealing with all the, the issues at work. Um, you know, the, when the pandemic hit, I had to go to work every day and wear a mask. Yeah, I was uh, classified as an essential worker, um, hardware stores were. So, um, you know, I faced all the problems of the supply chain issue. I had shortage of help, um, you know, increase of um, people taking things and things like that. So there was a lot of challenges there. So that was like having a baby all the time. 
And then, so I'm dealing with that one thing, and then it's trying to get my homework done on time for class and, you know, scheduling meeting with my partners and my study partners and all this, um, you know. So really, it was micromanaging was the biggest thing. I think I've got it down now pretty well because um, even at work, there's deadlines all the time. And I'm so used to things must, if it says this date, this time, it must be done. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, so really, yeah, managing all that, keeping the balance, trying to keep my sanity. Yeah, I've learned more ways of how to, you know, give back to myself, you know, those non-negotiables, like my walking my dogs every day is a non-negotiable because that is my, like, de-stressing time, and that's when I get to have fun with them. Yeah, so, I mean, if you doubt that you can't do this or that, you know, you really can. It doesn't mean it's easy. You do have to sit and plan. And, uh, but you know, if you really want it, you can make it work. I made it work and I'm still gonna make it work because it's gonna be worth it in the end. Thank you for that. I, that's so interesting. And I'm so grateful to you that you did bring up about the non-negotiables. Because I also see that happens also along the journey, whereas we get into, most people go into coaching to, you know, enhance their life, enhance their situation, get more fulfillment and help other people do the same. And then in doing it from passion to doing it either as a profession or as a business, then burnout can come and there's a lack of self-care. And then the reasons we went into the field, it's like, wait a second, why am I feeling all this other stuff? And so the non-negotiables, the self-care, really figuring out a balance those are things that I think are things to be aware of all the time, no matter what stage we are in the journey. And it's so great that you brought them up. Honestly, I need some work on it yet too, but I, I've managed, I've got a few things I do every day that are now worked into the routine, just like brushing your teeth, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so um, now that you, sorry, I was just thinking for a moment about like shiny teeth, <laughs> like minty breath. <laughs> Coming back to this conversation. Um, and now that you have your national board certified health and wellness coach, congratulations. Where do you see your coaching career taking you? Yeah, I was thinking about this and, um, the biggest thing is I'm really trying to get, um, like more in my community, I have it known. Uh, I live in a really small community. I, there's nobody here that does, that has the credentials I do. I think the closest one is like two hours away. And I- Remind I me, where are you located? I am in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Hmm. Really small here. There's probably about 1500 people where I live, really small. Um, and yeah, I, um, I've been kind of making rounds. I've been making connections with, um, you know, uh, people I know that like, hey, I, I do this and you ever like me to come for presentations. So I'm trying to get more presentations. I have some ideas about um, maybe some courses I can do. Um, I'll probably be doing that very soon. I'm gonna be calling and approaching a few people saying, hey, you know, I can do this if you'd like. Um, and this can be something open to public, uh, you know, whoever's interested. The local hospitals there's all kinds of things um so that's really where i'm kind of my focus is right now i'm, I'm still in that building phase a little at a time 
but I'm it's very a, optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hear the energy, the enthusiasm, and I'm also, what I'm loving a lot is the creativity. There's so much variation in the things you mentioned in depth and it's beautiful. The sky's the limit. Yes. Yes. Like one thing I thought about doing is, well, we don't have any snow right now, but uh, sadly, but we get a lot of snow and the winters are long where I live. So like people get affected with cabin fever, you know, for having to be indoors. So I was like, well, I should come up with some kind of cabin fever program for the community here, or, you know, some kind of Facebook group or something to help people with that. Cause it can be a really big problem, you know, challenge mentally, mental wise. And so, yeah, like, you know, my suggestion really look at what is around you because often you don't have to go too far to be of use, to have your services be helpful to someone else. So. Yeah. A lot of it is figuring out how to put yourself out there. And realizing yes. that if we don't put ourselves out there, nobody knows we're there. So how can we help them? Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, don't be afraid. Go for it. Uh, you know, the worst someone can say is no. And you take their feedback and you start again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just I guess so. Um, thank you for sharing that general over like about your coaching journey. Uh, mm -hmm. Just a little bit specifically, what exactly made you choose the certification you chose? You chose to become a National Board Certified Health and Wellness yeah. Coach out of all the coaching certifications out there. Why that one? Yeah, because um, having, you know, that particular credential that says you have been properly educated. Because now, you know, we see so many people say they're coaches, but, you know, they're advising, they're consulting they're not really doing what they are supposed to be doing. You know, our job is to help our clients figure out on their own what they need, not to tell them what to do. You know, and I want people to understand that, um, you know, I, I am going to do that for them. I'm not going to tell them what to do. Um, it's all about them. And that I've been trained properly and that I'm not just like, here's this program and you do this and everything will be great and perfect. Like, no, 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 no. There is a standard out there and the best coaches follow that standard. Yeah. Self-empowerment is about the client self-empowerment and the right. results are depend. It's what they put in, in the right environment, of course. But that's one of the things I love about coaching is it's so empowering for the person being coached to really yes. see like anything is really possible for them. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so, yeah, with that, um, I know you just for that certification, for anyone thinking about maybe doing that certification, the same one you did, mm -hmm. is there any advice you would give to a fellow coach? Yeah. I guess the biggest thing, you know, when I was contemplating this, um, I really asked myself, I, I knew this is what I wanted. And then I asked myself, okay, um, well, how important is it to have this? And for me, it was a 10, you know, you can do like a one to 10 scale. And then I figured out, okay, what do I need to do to get there? So I made a list, you know, I need to study. I need to get a support group. I need to take care of myself. All these things, I, you know, don't leave out anything. What do you need to do to get there to ensure that you're going to get there? You're going to pass. And then you have to ask yourself the question, am I willing to do that? 
and it's got to be a yes. Mm. If it's not a yes, you got to go back and think about what you really want. And really, I do this with any kind of big decision that's coming up in my life because I'm, I don't want to put in the time and then it doesn't, you know, I, I have to take the test again or, you know, I, I, that's the thing. So you really gave it your all the first time through. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then if you, you know, advice for tep, uh, test prep, study every day, even if it's 15 minutes, you know, reading flashcards, videos, I studied for 75 days straight and mm -hmm. it paid off. And I actually created, I have it right here. I made a little calendar. And every day I studied, I drew a star on my calendar. And of course I put, um, I have my dates on here. So my exam day was at the end here. <laughs> I made sure I studied. This was such a motivator um, because I'm kind of like OCD with like, I have to have a star every day. <laughs> so that, that really helped me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful visual and positive reinforcement yeah I kept it in the fridge you know just like a little kid and I markered it every day um so that was the big thing studying every day finding uh study buddies that is huge you have to find somebody that is going to take the test about the same time as you and you know study support each other um I met with three other women we were in three different time zones and we managed to meet to at least once or twice, even a few times, we met three times a week. We would study, we would, you know, we would explain, we would go through test questions. Okay, why do you think it's this? I mean, it, it was phenomenal. That was, that was huge. So thank you for sharing it alone. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for those pearls of wisdom. <laughs> Support makes a difference, right? Even for anything oh in life, God. no one wants to go through it alone. What would right. your... Um, just reflecting and honoring your journey and all the efforts and like four years of wow, how your life has changed. <laughs> what would you, what would your uh, just takeaway be um, from all of this? Like for just about your experience, like how, how has coaching you know, or becoming a coach impacted you? I think the biggest thing with coaching is that now, like um, I've really learned to you know, what are you proud of? Like really celebrating the accomplishments. Um, you know, I've really started celebrating more of those little steps of making those attempts. And then I was doing more. So I was taking more risks. Um, you know, I gave some presentations. I never would have done a presentation in my life prior to this. You know, I'm, um, I, I'm more, you know, I'm more quiet and I, 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 I'm not always around a lot of people. And now I have a ton of friends. I've met more people. I've connected. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, I say the, you know, we can, you know, thinking about it more, you know, we can do so much more than we think we can, than I thought I could. So, I mean, coaching really taught me to just, acknowledge what I've done, keep trying, keep shooting for more. Awesome things are happening. And, you know, and it just keeps moving forward. 
and that momentum keeps building and going and I'm like I'm super excited for this new year coming because I've done so much work to get to this point and now I feel like it's going to start just going downhill and I'm really going to get to where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Thank you so much, Julie. And just to close, if you were going to give a piece of advice or just what would you say to yourself like starting out four years ago? Oh, that, that Julie back then. It's, it's that phrase that keeps popping up for me. You just keep going. going. You know, don't worry about, don't worry about what, you know, if you have a dream, you have an idea of something you, you want to pursue, keep going, give it a try. You never know. Something great may happen. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing, Julie, and for being here. This was so inspiring. And for everyone listening, it's just this journey. There's so many elements of your journey that I think are going to just resonate with so many people. So thank you so much oh. for sharing your wisdom today. This was fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you and value your feedback. So please subscribe and write a constructive review. If you'd like to be informed of new episodes and offerings and resources for coaches, sign up for our email list at www.centerforhealthandwellnesscoaches.com. Sending you warmth and light.